Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Musings with Yo-Yo. Today my guests are my friends Sega and Jen. Um, hi! From Vancouver. So this is my first, actually this is the first recording of Musings I'm um, doing in Toronto. So for anybody who's been listening, I kind of mentioned that I was moving to Toronto at the end of June, July, and then eventually finally made it. It's been like a month long trip because I stopped over in Calgary for a little bit. So this is the first recording I'm doing in Toronto. Um, and I'm excited for y'all to be my first guest. Um, so before we get started into the questions I have for you, let's do a little bit of intros and check-ins and stuff like that. How's your day going, y'all? Good. I slept in until not that long before this podcast <laughs> recording. So I am rested. Nice. Sega's been up for ages. Yeah, I mean, I've been up since like five, but yeah, my day's been five. Why? Went to the gym? Always, no, no, always wake up early, even even though I don't go to the gym. I don't know why, but it just happens. That's a nice life. Uh, No, it's not because I'm tired. (laughs) I want to sleep, but I can't. Oh, do you do nap times? I try to, but okay. We're like opposite because I'm. I can sleep in like so easily. I can stay up pretty late. Yeah. And Sega can stay up late. He'll get, like, tired. But he cannot sleep past, seriously, like, 5, 6 in the morning. And I'm, like, out like a light. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, it <laughs> depends. If I have a workout to do, I'll wake up early. But if not, I'll wake up at a regular enough time for me to get to work. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm shortening my lifespan. Like, I go to at, like, 1 a.m. and I wake up at 5 every day. That's uh, no sleep at all. I can't be healthy. Hey, that's preparing. That's pre- you're preparing yourself for parenthood, eh? That's what yeah. I'm like betting on i'm like actually great in a weird in a selfish way for me yeah i see my longevity but that's okay it's fine there you go you're preparing you're ready um so for people who are watching uh they might not know how we know each other so let's get into that how do we know each other how did we meet um i know that y'all are a couple but let's talk about how we met individually how do we know each other you want me to start? Well, I am, I'm a user Sega, and I actually remember this so clearly because you are a stunning girl. Like, why? Thank you. <laughs> like, just like so. Beautiful. I don't know if I actually told you, but after our wedding, I had so many of my friends be like, "That's Sega's friend." Like, are you <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Like, this. Like, they're like, that girl is beautiful. But uh, so I remember this so clearly because we had just started seeing each other like I think I was hanging out it was maybe the first few weeks and you would popped by I was like in his like dorm room and you'd pop by to just chat catch up pick something up or something like that and I was quite intimidated I was like no. this is a friend I was like should I be worried like this girl is gorgeous and they know each other so well and then like very quickly though you're just such a chill person i was like oh Aww. this girl's cool it's fine <laughs> no intimidation necessary yeah, yeah but initially i was just so like <laughs> oh i did not know that that is hilarious i, I did not know that i haven't told you that before but yeah no so i remember very clearly it was like 2011 very early part of the year <laughs> and i was just like oh okay great this girl's actually like Totally, totally cool. Aw, <laughs> yay! I mean, I like that. How do we know each other? I know, I feel like I've known you my whole life. Pretty much. Pretty I much. Cannot, I cannot for the life of me remember when we met, though. So, I mean, so. I don't know if I can, yeah, I don't know if I can necessarily trace it back. So, we're family friends, um, and our parents worked in the same company. But that's about as far as I know. I feel like I've just always known you. And then when I got to UBC, I knew you were there and did not expect to bump into you within the first week. I think it was within the first week of me being at UBC. I bumped into you. I was like, yo, that's Sega. And then my brother was like, yeah, we're going out. Uh, two days, we're going. I was like, okay, I'm down. And then we just kind of kept on hanging out. But we might have lost touch a little bit when we moved to Holland and things like that. Um, so, but yeah. So you guys were like, uh, you guys were in Warrior at first, right? Yes. Yeah, that's where I was born. Yeah, so uh, oh, I was born in Warri as well. So Warri, and then um, you moved to Holland after that. No, we moved. We moved to Oman after that, and I think that's when you guys were in Holland. Yeah, so that was where we diverged. But like, I think yeah. I must have known you and Warri at some point. Maybe I was really young. Yeah. To Holland and back to Nigeria, and I, I think I know I met you again in Nigeria, right? Yes, yes, because we our families went to the same church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we like 
found our way to not be yeah when we moved to holland that's when i lost touch with everyone pretty much at that point well yeah you, you went to the same high school as honestly right it's like his little sister but you're i did not my brothers did uh, oh, your yeah. brothers did oh, okay. so the school they went to is called loyola and um loyola is one of those places where their exams are very like they're known for really difficult exams usually the super smart kids in nigeria go there i knew for sure i was not going to pass that exam <laughs> but my parents had a lot of hope in me so i remember we got to the exam uh exam room and i realized halfway through i wasn't passing it so i took a nap I was like, yeah, this is not for me. This school is not for me. I might as well just fail with my chest. Um, so no, I did not go to that school, but both my, both my brothers did. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Lots of crisscross paths. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lots of crisscross paths. Um, so like you said, Jen, you met me through Sega, which means that y'all are a couple. You're married. <laughs> You're a couple, right? Okay, yeah. You're married. <laughs> um, I was actually the MC at your wedding. You were my first solo MC gig, so that was fun to do. Um, but I want to know, how did y'all meet? What's your What's your love story? What's your love experience? How did you meet? Well, in the very classy way that many <laughs> couples met back in the like, beginning of the millennium, we met at a nightclub. And nice. Literally, literally just you know, doing your thing, feeling good, had some drinks, and I tend to get quite cocky. A little too cocky. When I've had a bit to drink. Anyway, okay. and it's such, it's so lame because I had to go to the washroom. And do you remember back in the day, we met at Republic. Yes, <laughs> Republic. <laughs> do you remember those stairs that would go up to the washroom? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was going up the stairs and this guy in front of me was dawdling. And so I like tapped him on the shoulder aggressively. And I was like, you walk really slow. <laughs> and so he turned around all like, like angry. And then I was in like a short dress and he was like, oh. Done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> but yeah. How was your first day? What did you all do on your first day? How did the asking out go? <laughs> oh. Uh, first day, I think we went to a movie at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, I remember you went to a movie. Sega, do you remember you came to my, my apartment just before you were getting ready to go meet Jen? You're like, oh, this girl I met, I'm going on a date with her. Aww. I don't, I don't remember now. I remember because you told me you were going to a movie with her. I didn't know about the McDonald's part. I would have probably given you other suggestions, but, um. I think yeah. I suggested it. <laughs> I really like McDonald's. A real one. <laughs> I think it was the Green Hornet. Do you remember that? I, yeah, okay. is that the movie with Ryan Reynolds? No, it might be. I, there's two, I don't know. The Wasp is, I don't know which one it was. Yeah. But Seth Rogen was there. Yeah, Seth and Rogen. that was like our first date. Yeah. But I feel like the whole relationship, like it was all just like, because neither of us were looking for really like a serious relationship when we first met. Like we were just kind of like, oh, this person's cool. And then yeah. we just kind of kept hanging out. So it was never like official, like, oh, do you want to go out sometime? Like it was mm. more like, oh, hey, this movie's out. Should we go see it? Like, gotcha. oh, it was very like, yeah. yeah. And then eventually I just like stayed over all the time. So we were like living together. It was like, mm. it's just like a progression without never having that conversation of what yeah, are we? There was sort of a conversation though. And it kind of went like, she said, I want to change my Facebook profile. <laughs> This is how you know this is a while ago, also. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to in a relationship. Like, is that okay? And I was like, I guess we are in a relationship. Yeah. And that was that was the conversation. Nice, nice. And like, so many people do get into, at least back then, get into relationships because, like, oh, is it Facebook official now? Are we Facebook yeah. official? I don't know if they still have that. It's like complicated in a relationship, single, all of that. I never changed any because I was like, then I'd have to change it again at some point. So I was like, oh yeah. Well, not here for that. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anybody who's watching this on YouTube can tell that you are you are in an interracial relationship. Um, but not only are you an inter interracial, you're also intercultural because Sega's Nigerian and you're Canadian. How? Yeah. Mm, let's do the intercontinental. What was it like navigating? engaging with uh family members or any of that of different cultures or even each other like are there any cultural differences you've noticed well i would say like 
first first off i think actually i don't know if you i think you probably agree too i think overwhelmingly what we've realized is and it's something i think is actually really great about dating someone from a different country is how similar families actually are at the end of the day. Mm. And most of the time, if you've kind of gotten together, it's probably because you have shared values and shared ways you communicate. And I think like, there's, don't get me wrong, I'll get into like differences and stuff too. And most of it's kind of like more funny, but yeah, the stuff you just kind of realize like, yeah, we're all, I don't know, humans are kind of the same, no matter which country they're from. Your family's still like typically tease each other and you're raised with kind of the same if you're together like types of morals and kind of rules that you hold fast and Mm -hmm. a lot of it was just like oh like our families are different but they're actually like also kind of alike like even though like yeah on paper our childhoods were kind of different a lot of things were kind of similar too like we have a lot that of shared experiences we can bond over but yeah what do you do you think so too I mean I definitely agree with that um I will say though, and on the on the side of differences, <laughs> there, are, there are a lot. What of was it like when you told your mom wrong. you were not bringing home a Nigerian? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's a different conversation. Um, <laughs> I will ask. Yeah, yes. When I when I first uh, when I first started dating Jen, um, and I went over to her, she was living with her grandparents at the time. Mm. So that's like that's a it's it's kind of in Nigeria. You you don't first of all you don't bring your significant well, there's someone you just started dating to see your parents. Yeah. Like, and then this was like the grandparents. Yeah. I, I had definitely this, don't do that. I had oh, no. this, uh, I would say I was nervous. I was very nervous uh, to meet them. When I actually got there, they were so chill. It was oh, wow. very surprising to me. Yeah. Um, that's one of the big differences because I wouldn't have expected that if you were a Nigerian family, right? Um, especially because it was so early still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're a Nigerian family, the minute you're bringing someone, you're clearly telling your parents when to marry them. Like even with Will now, um, I had to be sure, sure, sure before I told my parents about him because I didn't want, you know, them to be like, so when are we, when are we, what wedding day are we picking? All of that kind of stuff. What is his family lineage? My mom Googled his whole lifestyle, like found his <laughs> Facebook page, found his family, found everything. It's such a big deal bringing someone home. So I can imagine... That's oh, kind yeah. of why, I mean, you can probably tell the story better. Uh, but when, when Jen was about to meet my mom, um, the same feeling, right? I, had, I felt like I had to prep her to meet my family. Yeah. So I think I maybe scared her a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to tell, like... Oh, yeah, tell me, tell me. So like I said, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a lot of differences, too. <laughs> Like the core big things, there's a lot of crossover. But like, a lo- there's so many differences. And so... I don't know if, had you met my, you must have met my parents before. I think they did. Because my parents are closer. My mom and dad live in Kamloops and Sam is all in Calgary. And um, so I think Sega had met my mom and dad. We might've gone to Kamloops for Thanksgiving. Definitely met them before. Yeah. Yeah. So he had met my grandparents first because I was living with them. Then he'd met my mom and dad. And then he went to Calgary like for Christmas and New Year's. And I was in Kamloops for Christmas. And my best friend, Julia, lives in Calgary. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go there for New Year's Eve. Like, this is going to be really fun. We'll have, like, a mm-hmm. big girls, like, night out. And I thought yeah. is there. Because we were serious, obviously. We've been together for just about a year at this point. But it was still, like, you know, that first year, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So, so I went up and stayed with my friend, Julia, the whole time. And Sega was like, okay, this is, like, I'm going to introduce Jen to my mom and I'd met Anase before, but I hadn't met his older sister, Aja Mary's brother, Sela. Yep. And so I was like, obviously ner- you're nervous no matter yeah. what. I, you want to make a good impression, right? <laughs> I'm like die hard people pleaser to a yeah. fault. Like not good. And so I was already quite nervous and very like, oh, like I want to make sure it's cool. Sega had explained how like me and parents, you know, it's, it's pretty serious. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like when I met your parents and they gave me a hug and was like, you want a beer? Like, you know, like. Not at all. No, not like, at all. So I'm like, okay. And then he's like, as it's creeping up, he's like, okay, and make sure, you know, don't wear makeup. And I'm like, I can't wear any makeup. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, that's fine. But don't wear like too much makeup. Like, not like when you're going out. Because I, you know, used to wear a lot of makeup, to be fair, but also not, like, a clown, like... Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it was just kind of, like, 
showed how much I was freaking out. Mm. Kind of like, uh, I guess, transferring that to you. I think you told me not to wear like a tank top. Like, it was. No, no, I wouldn't wouldn't have said that. That's too tight. That's what you said. Don't wear anything too tight. Mm. Like, like very... I mean, Nigerian parents are very judgmental sometimes. Yes, they are. I remember when I met when I met Will's mom. I asked him, I was like, "What can I wear? What can I not wear? What's yeah. she gonna be okay with?" Um, and Will's not like he's born and raised in Canada. Um, yeah. Very Canadian. He's like, I don't think I care. I'm like, but, but I'm Nigerian. I do care. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so Sega prepping you was probably well, good. and also like ticked off my feminist sensibilities of like, of course. I already know how I'm going to thank you very much. Like to dress, you don't yeah. need to tell me. Like, anyways, so whatever. So he picks me up to go meet his family and I am so nervous. And usually like, I'd be like a normal level of nervous to meet important people, like, you know, people that are important to someone. Yeah. But, like, this was like, I was like, oh my God, is she going to hate me? And like, oh, I'm white, like, how big of a deal is this going to be? And it's taking mm. no help because he's stressed. <laughs> he's all like, and I don't know if you have noticed this over the years, when Sega's nervous or stressed, his eyes really bulge. So no. Like, <laughs> no. he's all like, anyway. <laughs> so we get to his mom's house. We go to go in, and it was fine. His mom was instantly just so excited to meet like, the girl who her son's been dating and was so sweet. And we just all kind of sat around and chatted and like very nor- like normal chat. Like, where'd you grow up? What are you doing right now? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then I think we went and saw a movie with your siblings. And that was it. And after that, was it. that I was like, why did you stress me out so much? Like that was a no, very- No, 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 because the first impressions are very important. Yeah. Like, I probably went overboard, uh, but maybe it worked. Maybe it was, you know, that's why it was smooth. Yeah. Do you think so? Because something that I've noticed too with Nigerian cultures, and my brothers and I have talked about this too, is when, um, so yes, you're white, but you're also female. And something I've noticed is my brothers, significant others with their fiancés, when my parents met them, they're like, oh, how are you? Um, how is Vancouver? But when they met Will, they're like, what are your plans in life? It was like a two hour, like, what, what are you going to achieve? What is your Christian conviction? Like all these, (laughs) all these kind of questions. They asked them a lot of questions. And do you think maybe it's because, um, you're female? Oh yeah. I, I've thought about this like many times because I think there's in uh, like every culture, but I think especially because Nigerian, most Nigerian parents are quite, not only traditional, but quite conservative, right? Right, right. And that so goes hand in hand with just having a different attitude about how your little girl is taken care of. Mm-hmm. And so I think always they're going to be a little harder on the guy. And I think Absolutely. when they have a son, a little easier on the girl. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I could be wrong. That's just like observation, but I think I think that goes hand in hand very mm. much so. And yeah. it seems to be the case in any, I think, um, more like, I don't know, this sounds so weird to put like Eastern cultures, like where things are a lot more, yeah, less individualistic, yeah, more important. Like, I think it's like a common thread. Yeah, yeah, definitely collectivist cultures are very focused on perception and because everything is family and all of that. So when you're bringing someone, you're bringing someone to us and not just for yourself. So Sega then, so yeah, absolutely. One of the things I was even going to ask is, um, because you know that, uh, your family's probably more conservative one being Nigerian, but a bunch of different things. Do you, how do y'all navigate or how do you do translation between each other? If there's ever misunderstanding interculturally? I mean, so, I mean, right off the bat, I, I try to not like disclose everything. (laughs) <laughs> happens in the family to Jen because I know that some things are not even worth talking about, right? Mm. Like the things that are important, sure, like I would, you know, I would say, but I would try to, like, you know, I'm trying to think of an example here. Um, yeah, I can't think of one, but basically, okay, for the wedding, for example, right? Uh, right. There were things that my mom wanted in the wedding, uh, for example, changing into tribe and all that stuff. I know like, <laughs> she really wants, she wanted that to happen, um, but I was like. I, I could, you know, tell it to Jen, it might stress Jen out a little bit, um, but then I decided there's something that I don't even need to bring up. Just, just an example, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, yeah, it just, it happens where um, I know how Jen will take it. 
uh, and I know how, how my mom means it. Mm. So I either choose to just not convey the message or, you know, I say it in a way that I think John will understand. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it because definitely like a big difference is I come from a very typical, like small Canadian city family uh, where, you know, you get a job right in high school. You don't necessarily have to go to university right away or at all. Like it's, it's a little more, I kind of hate that term like blue collar, but it's definitely more kind of blue collar. Mm. And so like I moved out when I was 19, I've kind of been quite independent and like, you know, bought my, like buying my own clothes and like, kind of setting my own schedule since I was in high school. So I'm very not used to my parents wanting to direct or have a say in like decisions. Mm. And it hasn't been like that since I was like 15 or something like that. Right. So I definitely also though, like it's my responsibility to chill that sometimes and like recognize like, oh, like, you know, Sega's mom, I know Sega's mom, like she doesn't mean it in any type of way. It's just like a different type of parenting kind of a thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think now that they, might, like, you know my mom a lot, oh, my mom yeah. knows you. Um, you you guys understand each other now. Oh. So so you communicate in a way that you both understand. Yeah. So I have mm -hmm. to do a lot less translating these days, uh, which is great for me because, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing, but, and just saying, like, it's not like we ever had a big fight or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, some of those little things might add up, and you might need if something is being inter. I mean, one of one of the things we were talking about before we even started recording was um, how Nigerians we talk aggressively. We yes. talk, aggressive is a strong word. We talk loud. Yeah. We talk with a lot of life. We do all of that. And for someone looking out, when you look at a group of Nigerians talking, it looks like they're all arguing. <laughs> and you're like how can you hear each other speak um but we all hear each other speak like even in the oh, midst yeah. of all that i can tell you what all five people said at the same time yeah. um so those little things might need some translation and sega you bring up a, a good point with even just translating figuring out what needs to be said and what doesn't and i know that when will and i first started dating i'm trying to work on this a bit more is making sure i'm not telling him everything that my parents say because they speak how they do, and uh, he doesn't need to know everything, especially if he doesn't understand everything the way they do or where they're coming from. And it's not even like you're hiding information. It's just like some things aren't, you know, they aren't meant to be, tra to be you know, translated. Yeah, I think it's like, you know that I would be like, oh God, am I doing something wrong? Like mm. I would take it maybe to heart too much when it's meant as like, just, not even just yeah. you know, like, I don't know, a <laughs> complete yeah. like train of thought just coming yeah. out kind of a thing, which yeah. is really good. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Definitely. It's so like when we first were getting like serious, like we were talking about before, I remember going on like family trips or stuff with like Sega's side of the family. And I would be so tired at the end of the day. <laughs> and I was so like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, it's totally just like, cultural difference and how yeah. communicates and how like yeah plans get made but then everyone's late so it doesn't happen and all of these <laughs> things and like as you know a white chick who like so stereotypically like well we got to get on the road at 6 a.m because we got everyone out like everyone yeah. breaks like all yeah. kind of things and like totally communicating with each other not always very direct like it's a lot of stuff that's kind of suggested or more passive aggressive mm. I was just finding like at the end of the day I was like I'm wow I'm so drained why and it's because of trying to kind of like I don't know just like pay attention and like also <laughs> read like the situations better yeah which, well, I feel like I've, I don't know we've been around your family so much like so many other times I don't yeah. feel like that at all anymore that's awesome yeah. then, it was a lot more like oh, how, do I, how do I move day? yeah like, <laughs> Yeah, Oof. that's a that's a what that's a tough one to navigate sometimes too. Yeah, um, time. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, it takes time for sure. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things I was saying too, interracial couple in Vancouver, you 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 tend to see that a little bit more often actually. Oh, yeah. Um, but again, I don't know. Do you have you ever noticed uh, any intricacies you have to work around or people? It's, do you get responses from people in a weird way? I don't know. Not, I don't know. Yeah, not not really because I mean, yeah, like you said, it's there's a lot of uh, 
interracial couples in Vancouver, especially now. That, you know, mm. We walk down the street and we see like 10. Yeah. Um, we think, yeah, we are the OGs. So, you know, you guys. <laughs> I guess they <laughs> never used to be like this. <laughs> yeah. Back in our day, we didn't do this. Yeah. Well, like, well, like I would say it's, it's fairly normal. Um, where, where I, this is probably just my insecurity, my insecurity or the way I think about things. Uh, where I get kind of weird is when, because like right now we're, we're married, right? And she's pregnant. Uh, we're mm. walking together. And it's very normal. Well, I, I think people perceive it's normal for, you know, a black guy to be dating a white girl. You know, that's not crazy. Um, but she's pregnant, right? I'm the dad. And it's, it's one of those, like, I feel like the dynamic is different that, you know, all the white men will look at me like, oh, you're actually taking one of our own or something. Mm. This, this is like probably not the case, just kind of like, you know, how my mind has set things up over the years. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that narrative sometimes, actually. Um, even, too, on the other side with, uh, uh, with the Black community being like, you're taking one of our guys. Um, especially if you look at, like, I would, I'll use North American context. A lot of times, like, who's in jail the most? In, in, especially the U.S., who's in jail the most is African-American yeah. and, and yeah. Black people. Um, and so there's the impression that there's one who's out here and you're taking another one of them. Yeah. So I can imagine on the, on the flip side, it's probably... Yeah, it's probably just something you, you will always be thinking about. How do you how do you navigate then those things that might come up? I mean, it, it's it's hard, especially when we go down to the, to the states. We um we definitely notice it a lot yeah. more, but mm. for from like the uh, the black people, right? Uh, mm. So it, it's it's I get called uh, called Carlton. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's 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 annoying, but I'm like. I mean, I understand that there's history there, mm. and I I don't really take offense or stuff like that. So I kind of I understand, right? Yeah. I, I try to brush it off, um, but definitely more apparent in the states for sure. It being mm. like even because, like you said, in Vancouver, honestly, like every other couple we're friends with, or even just you see out, if they're not like uh, interracial, it's definitely intercultural. Like it's yeah. such a mixed bag here. Like, hardly anyone is like, I grew up in Vancouver, and I'm also dating the guy I met in high school who was a Vancouver. Right. <laughs> very, like, very mixed bag. Mm -hmm. so you kind mm -hmm. of, we're kind of spoiled by that, because definitely every now and then you get, like, funny looks. But I actually think ever since, um, like, Black Lives Matter has gone so viral, we've mm -hmm. gotten a lot more, like sweet looks like especially oh, really? especially for like older white women when we're like walking down the street because i have my pregnancy belly we get a lot of like like kind oh. Of, oh really yeah i think there's been a visible difference and i think people go out of the way their way to try to make sega feel welcome yeah. which is hilarious mm -hmm. i also lived here for like 13 years but yeah yeah <laughs> putting words in his mouth, this is me paraphrasing what he's told me before. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that because um, ever since, one, with COVID-19 happening, people are way more just like aware of what's going on in the world. And so with the heightened um, focus on racial inequality and things like that, when I was at Kitsilano, again, I can go a solid two weeks without seeing another Black person. Right. Um, what, like, wow. I just, yeah, always a shock. Um, yeah. But ever since that started, once that started happening in Vancouver, I would notice, and then it became almost like an aggressive smile, like smile back at me, like I see you, you're welcome in Vancouver. I'm like, okay, chill, ma'am. I don't wanna yeah. smile, like I'm just walking to get groceries. Like you can't see my smile behind my mask, like to yeah. get pushing. But, um, so it's also interesting to navigate that because people are so aware um, that they're like, oh, you are actually very much other here. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's good and it's bad, right? Because remember when you were still here and we went to, to work out at the tracks? Yes. There was oh. an older man that came up and he was like, first he walked by and he just kind of said, he did something weird. I think he took a picture of us or something with my phone. Yeah, yeah. No, before he took the picture of us, he walked by yes. and he didn't even say hello. Yeah. And he was just like, what kind of um, experiences have you had with racism here? I'm just like, okay. Hello, we're just doing squats. Please keep walking. Yeah. So it's 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 like too like, it's twofold because maybe it's good that he wants to learn more, mm. um, but it's a little too aggressive in the sense that it's. Um, I know you are other. I'm singling you, singling you out as other, and you know I'm asking you these pointed questions, and it's yeah, but you know maybe ease into it, you know. Mm. 
or find you know find someone else who maybe you trust more like the whole doing it with strangers like why yeah 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 that part so then so then jenna makes me think like uh do you ever feel pressure to like you know if there are things you might not understand how do you how do you get information about that do you feel pressure to know more where do you feel pressure to know more from yeah i think uh so I'll be backtrack with a with a tale. I've always been very I'm I'm a quite a sensitive person. Like mm. I can be like kind of I'm not tough. I don't know. Like I'm pretty go with the flow about a lot of things, but I do especially um anything kind of human rights related really just hits me deep. Mm. Whether it's homophobia, racism. I have a real tender spot for people with any sort of who've been disabled. My youngest brother is severely uh, special needs. So mm-hmm. I think that really cuts. And so ever since I was a little kid and kind of first learned that racism exists, you know, as you tend to do once you start going to school and stuff, yeah. it's just always been something that I, I, I can't make sense of. Like, you know, like, like most of us who have a brain, like I just, I don't under... Like, how is this a thing? And so I think because of that, a lot of my life, I've tried to always learn and grow. And I'm not perfect. Like, I'm not at all saying, oh, I'm this great white savior. (laughs) Like, I think that's a load of shit. But I'm trying to always be open and talk to, like, you know, not in a weird, aggressive way, but my friends who aren't white and kind of get the, you know, get them chatting and hear a little bit about what's it what's it like for you living here? Like whether they're, you know, brown, black, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think having obviously a spouse who's black makes it a, a lot easier because we can talk quite openly. Mm. I think that's such a tricky thing for a lot of white people who want to do better, but don't necessarily live somewhere where a lot of black people live. Like, right. You like know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anywhere in BC, like there were yeah. never, I was actually saying to Sega the other day, I was like, I never, I growing up in like BC and Southern Alberta, there were always like lots of kids from like, lo- there's lots of Chinese immigrants mm-hmm. and not even immigrants, people who've lived here for generations on the West right. Coast, always tons of Asian kids always lots of South Asian people, like, grew up around, obviously, a lot of, like, First Nations people as well, but just not really Black people at all Mm -hmm. until the early kind of 2000s, and so, like, a lot of these places don't have a Black population, so I get that, like, it's not because a lot of white people just aren't making friends with Black people, that opportunity's not even there, Mm. and so... I try as much as I can, like, if people ask me, because they might be more comfortable talking to me, because they know I'm with Sega, and right. they don't want to offend anyone, just being kind of gentle and open about, like, things I've learned from being with Sega and being around other, like, African immigrants to Canada and stuff like that, and just sharing that experience. I'm very passionate with making sure people understand, too, there's a huge difference between, like, black american culture yeah and people in general yeah and just check your biases and question what media is telling you because mm-hmm. not every black person you meet speaks a b for example and like a yeah. lot of you don't have exposure to a vast variety of black people from all over the world yeah. seeing is like fresh prince reruns and like that's where you're exactly exactly the culture is so I don't know. I feel like it's, I always have things to learn and rephrase and be better at, mm-hmm. but I'm trying more and more to not be afraid to kind of speak up or say something to people. Right. Kind of share. Cause the reality is a lot of times white people especially are more comfortable, like coming to me, for example, mm-hmm. because it is a little weird to just be like, Oh, Hey, just yeah. that I kind of know just curious about how racism is affecting your day-to-day life <laughs> you know like back off yeah yeah it's a little uh it's a little like invasive so mm-hmm. but yeah and I think now is a great time there's a million ways to educate like yeah maybe don't yeah like reach out to every black person you know 
freaking like get on Instagram. There are a million brilliant accounts right now easily laying out like just how to learn more and how to be a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And something too, I notice people are so afraid of is uh, making mistakes. And so because they're so afraid of making mistakes, they do nothing. And that might be even worse, even worse. I'm like, okay, what's going on? But that's like, I mean, that's partly on us as people as well. Um, uh, because there was, there was this Instagram post I saw where somebody from my work was looking for candidates to apply for a job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they wanted to give preference to, you know, people of you know, color. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't phrase it the best way possible, um, but like the intent is, you know, we are trying to even out our workforce by hiring more people of color. Right. Um, she just got shot on by this uh, recruiter on Pinterest. And it was like, like you know the intent, like she, the recruiter was a uh, person of color. Okay. You know, you know the intent is good. Why are you mm. picking like the, the wording of, you know, the way it's set up? And I think that kind of attack on people makes them even less likely to want you to, to do things. Because mm-hmm. it's, oh, I don't want to make a mistake, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we need to, it, it's a fine balance of, yeah, you need to be politically correct. Also, if we know what the intent is, maybe we can just kind of go with that and not say, not pick on like the, the wording of what you're saying. Right, right. I think sometimes though, intent and impact can be a fine, that's also a fine line there too, because some, the reactions are valid. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say if it had said like, preference to Negroes, probably okay to, to yeah, shit a, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, cancel, cancel that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an, I'm sure it's an ongoing thing to navigate. I always think about the fact like I'm, I do not know, and I, I often hear, especially like, let me use Nigerian parents because that's my context, will say things about um, African-Americans, very specifically black people in the U.S. And I'm just like, where did you get that information? Like, are you, are you sleeping in Fox News? Because this is absolute bullshit information. So there's also that, you know, it's always learning from everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. So always a process. So cute, though, that I was like, really touched by so I I do like when like the almost really taking off I was like I really want to say something but I was kind of because I was honestly just like I don't want to say the wrong thing like I'm some white chick and sometimes it's like this sounds really stupid but sometimes because I'm married to a black dude it almost makes me has made me feel more hesitant because I mm. feel like sometimes the feedback is kind of like, oh, of course she says that. She's mm. like, she loves a black guy. Like, it's a little weird. But, it's like, but wouldn't that make me even more able to, like, help? Spe- anyway, I was pretty short. So eventually I wrote my Black Lives Matter post just because I was like, I have to say something. This is ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. I especially, like, the murders of black people in the States from cops, I just... Uh, yeah, like the rest of us. It's incomprehensible. So anyways, so I, I made my post and my mom called me like very shortly after and she was like, oh, I saw your post. And she's like, you know, and I just, I really thought about it. And I, you know, I don't even think about, I hadn't really thought about what Sega's experiences were because he's just our Sega. Like, I just don't think mm. about it that and she's like and it just opened me up and I man I have a lot to learn and she was just so like sweet and like I don't know if one little thing can make you know my my sweet mom and Cam lips kind of be like oh I need to be a little bit more there's more I need to know yeah it was really really touching and just like Mm -hmm. my parents love say I think they like him more than me (laughs) and so just like I think putting that reminder out like it's crazy what some of these little things actually can do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think it's really important to like speak up when yeah. you can and kind of yeah yeah and it's, it's it's also the difference between the individual and the system too because they know Sega Sega it's like that person who's like I have one black friend so I love black people yeah. not necessarily <laughs> the case so um your mom also thinking like thinking bigger because of just the awareness again around it or the heightened awareness about it it's been a thing oh. forever yeah yeah, it's it's wild times to live in, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I I say all the time, it's funny how like you know, obviously your whole life you're living through different historical events, but right now it's like I everything. Don't know, I, I'm all for like 
I think it's amazing that there's such a focus on civil rights again right now because it, I think it's been bubbling up for so long because it's mm-hmm. not like fixed in the yes. Sense. Exactly. The signing, the signing of civil rights didn't fix yeah. everything. There's yeah. so much more. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. it's amazing. But yeah, it's a pressure cooker right now. That's for yep. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've been married for two years. How's married life been? Is it different? Is it? I don't know. People always ask that. I'm asking for personal reasons, but is it different? <laughs> is it the same? What is the, what is the, yeah. What's that been like? I would say it's been pretty much the same because we were dating like eight years before we actually got yeah. married. Y'all were dating for eight years? That's really <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> now that I add it up. Yeah. Eight years yeah. living together for you know, a big chunk of that as well. Uh, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. You have this ceremony, you have this party, really expensive, but like it's, you go back to living together, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've heard the big difference actually, the changes in the living together. Um, so people who might wait till they get married to live together will usually affiliate getting married with the change um, versus people who lived together before. Yeah, that's a big risk to take. In my opinion, in my opinion like, <laughs> like waiting. What, wait, to, which one's a big risk? Well, waiting till the, till the marriage to get to live together. That's, uh, what if you realize you don't like this person as much as you did? <laughs> <laughs> big facts. <laughs> what if this person leaves his socks all over the house? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, need to, you need to know before you get into it. If you're going to be okay with socks hanging around all the time. Exactly. Yeah. She's okay with it. So. No, I just have given up and I'll just pick up the goddamn socks. But yeah, uh, yeah it's it's honestly the same. Like, we yeah. didn't mm-hmm. notice the difference at all. Which sounds so, like, wah, wah. Anticlimactic, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very anticlimactic. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. We knew for a long time we wanted to get married. Like, I don't think... It's, Neither of us is extremely conservative, but I think we are both pretty traditional, mm. uh, to an extent anyway. And yeah, it was just kind of like one of those things we were like, all right, time to get married. It's been a while now. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> really, really are gunning for this. Mm. And, uh, yeah. And then we came back after our like couple of weeks on the island and came back home and we're like, oh, that's a normal life. <laughs> back to work <laughs> back to normal just now the government has on paper that we're married yeah literally mm-hmm. then it was like because i chose to to change my last name which is actually just like such a pain in the butt and like <laughs> and i totally like it's something i was very much like i really want to change my last name but then i kept going back to like well, you have your dad's last name anyways, so really, if you're fighting the patriarchy, like, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, eh, I'm going to change my last name. It'll be easier when we have kids. We'll all have the same last name. Mm. That is a pain. It took, I don't know, like, you have to go in person to, like, service Canada. Oh, wow. I ended up having to take, like, a half a day off work because all these businesses are only open during... I don't, I don't get that. Someone needs to speak to every business who is a mandatory service about why they are only open during certain hours of the day when most people, yeah. Anyways, that's my own side beef with all the ICBCs of the world. Um, yeah. Let me ask you though, um, what's it like now explaining your last name to people? I, so even, so my, my maiden name is Wynn, which is W-Y-N-N, and people would screw that up too. So now... People, I mean, I pronounce it very white because I think like Okiria is easier. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people expect me to be Japanese. I've had that quite a few times. And then I come oh. up and I'm like, oh, actually, it's a Nigerian last name. <laughs> My Nigerian. And they're like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like if it's like a cab driver or something, it's usually a point of conversation that right. it's going. But... Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Good to know. If I ever decide to change my last name, I'll, I'll know to take a day off. Literally, Yo-Yo, like, think about just how many things you have to change, because that was something I vastly <laughs> underestimated. <laughs> Literally every single thing that would have your formal yeah. name yes. on it. Yeah. Okay. So um, one of the things that people talk about with change too especially people who live together so i was talking to a friend of mine 
the other day who lived together um, before they got married. So they're like, yeah, it wasn't really a change. We went into this party, came back home. But then they had a baby and they said everything changed. And so we've kind of alluded to it quite a bit, but y'all are expecting a baby. Yeah. So first of all, congratulations. I'm so excited. Um, before actually I asked what you're excited about with baby coming, how did you find out you're pregnant? How did you tell Sega? How did you tell people? <laughs> so, so, okay. So we knew that we wanted, like, we've known we've wanted to have kids for a long time. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, I remember we talked about it. Yeah. And sidebar, that is it. Every couple needs to have that relationship, that conversation, like early on, even though it can be kind of awkward because that is mm-hmm. such a big thing. So anyways, we've known we wanted to have kids for a long time and not that it really matters, but we were just like, okay, so we'll start trying after we get married. That's just logically makes sense. And so I was like, had my like kind of, you know, one year plan, two year plan kind of, kind of thinking that I was like, okay, I know I want to start my own business. So I'm going to start working towards starting my own business. This would have been last fall and like, let my job know I was going to be leaving, gave a ton of notice, but let them know I was going to be leaving. I took a course like in photography cause it was content marketing related. Mm-hmm. And, but we also knew that we were going to be ready to have kids like in the next year to two years. And so we were kind of like, you know, we should probably like, Get off the pill. Sorry, this is TMI for anyone, but like, and just make sure, like, is there, because I'm on various prescriptions for various things, and like, am I okay to stay on those? And like, just assuming it would take six months to a year, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that seems to be everyone's story, kind of a thing. Yeah. And we were very like, you know what? If it happens earlier, it happens earlier, that's okay. But what is the likelihood of that? Like, right. not that high. No, super freaking high. So we like, I think I went off the pill like in the beginning of October. Oh, y'all got pregnant fast. Yeah. So I found out in like December, right before Christmas, I was going back to Kamloops for a few days to see my my best friend and just visit my parents Mm because we were spending Christmas here. And I was like, it just hit me. I was like, huh, I had my period for a while. Like, that's yeah. kind of weird. But, like, there's no way I'm pregnant. Like, there's yeah. no way. Took a pregnant, like, Sega was home, so we were together. Mm-hmm. And I think we were actually at a play. We were at the arts club at, like, a Christmas play. <laughs> we were like, well, when we get home, I'll take, like, a pregnancy test. Like, there's no way. And so I took a pregnancy test, and it had, like, the, the two lines, but one was quite faint, and we're both like... Oh. What? Like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Yeah, we were like, this is inconclusive. (laughs) We immediately ran out to like Superstore and got the digital one. Yeah. Waited and like totally like, even though you plan for stuff like this, like I think it's very normal to anyone out there too, to be like shocked. Mm. Like it was positive and I was truly like in shock. Mm. Sayu was very sweet and I think actually quite excited. And yeah. I was, I was more just like, is this really happening this fast? This wasn't really what I envisioned. I was yeah. going to take my own business off the ground and like do all this stuff. I think right. it really changed your plans. Oh, um, yeah. It was probably more of like a, not like a panic situation, but like a little shock. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then the next morning, I was literally going to Kamloops at like six in the morning the next day. Oh, my so, gosh. So I go to Kamloops and I had to tell like all these people immediately because it's Christmas time and like mm. drink a ton at Christmas time like <laughs> that's what you do yeah and, yeah had to tell I think I told so I told obviously Sega first because he was there we found our yeah. he should then, probably know first yeah exactly <laughs> and then I had to tell my dad because my mom was at work and we were going to go to the liquor store and pick stuff up mm. and uh I was like, I gotta tell you something, like, I, I can't drink, because I, I think I'm pregnant, and my wow. dad was like, oh, are you really? Like, so And then my mom came home from work, and she'd had kind of a bad day, and so I was like, well, I think I have some news that might cheer you up, and she's like, oh, 
blood. And I was like, I think I'm pregnant. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. I don't think anyone wants to really tell people like that early because I was like two weeks pregnant. Mm, right. But, uh, you kind of had to. I had to. No one would have been like. She doesn't want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. Like it's a permanent happy hour. Like, yeah. Exactly. Why are you? No one would buy that. So mm. everyone. Why are you even visiting? Yeah, literally. So, yeah. so anyways, so, and then we tried not to tell a lot of people, like, kind of wait longer until it was mm -hmm. um, which is hard, man. I, it's like, because you really want to, but then obviously, mm -hmm. like, especially at the beginning, it's so, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Seika, how did you tell your family? I think we told them together. We, we, okay. them, we uh, FaceTimed them. Yeah. Was it, it was New, no, it wasn't New Year's, it was, uh... No, it was, like, New Year's Day. Oh, okay, yeah. I think, yeah, we ended up, so we kind of waited, but, like, we went <laughs> we could. I think, I think we felt, because we told your parents so early, uh, we didn't want my mom to feel left out. Yeah. So we just, yeah, we just tell them as well. Uh, yeah, they were really excited. Oh, yeah. Especially, oh. especially honestly, honestly, it's like she's, I don't know how she's so happy, she's happier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be an aunt, of course she's happy. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, and your mom is obvious. And all, both our like sets of parents could not be happier. They, I think it was to the point because we'd been together so long. I think on both sides, they would have been, if we had accidentally gotten pregnant before we got married, I think they yeah. would have been like, ah, that's fine. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, Sega's mom was like, this is the best <laughs> like New Year's news ever. Like, it was like, so, so. Yeah, great way to start the year. And it's yeah. the first grandkid for both parents, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, this kid's about to be spoiled. So in Nigeria, know. most times people give, like, people will give you a name. So I just want to, like, throw my name in the hat right now. <laughs> Yoyo Agana is a non-gendered name. You can call him Yoyo, Yoyo, whatever. It's a non-gendered name. So I'm putting my name in the hat. And even if you decide not to do it, just tell me you did it anyway. Do it on a fake certificate, and I'm cool with that. You can just call him that. It's fine. I will. I will. That's my plan. I've been calling my friend's kid Lil Yo-Yo for the longest time. It hasn't stuck, but I will try. I will try with this baby. Well, you're not giving up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you most looking forward to with um, being parents? It's, oh, you go first. Oh, I mean, I was going to say just kind of seeing this kid grow up yeah. um, and just develop his own personality. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's... It's weird because this is something that I guess we, we created. Um, yeah. Uh, but to see him become his own person, I'm kind of excited to, you know, to kind of see that whole process and be as present as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. Are you going to be taking him to the gym? What age are you going to start taking him to the oh, gym with you? I, the moment he can walk, he's going to <laughs> He can be your workout buddy. He can replace me. Yeah. He needs a workout buddy. I mean, lacking. <laughs> <it's laughs> the problem is that you know, once you work out with Yo-Yo, no, no one else. Yo-Yo has this level of determination that, like, you know, she just keeps you going. I don't lose. <laughs> I don't lose. <laughs> the even even if you're losing, you act like you're not losing. <laughs> I'm so bold with my losses. Yeah. I, I have to say, like, yeah, because every time he comes back, he is so sore and, like, broken. And it's because he's competitive and he's trying to keep up with you. Yeah, exactly. We're just competing with each other the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially with the abs, the ab work. I don't know how you do it. Well, you don't have abs, so that's... <laughs> that's rude. Say less. Quarantine 15 minutes. <laughs> but anyway... But yeah, I think, yeah, we're both very much like, oh, as parents, like we want to be present. Like that's such a big goal for both of us, which I think mm -hmm. with most people, you want to be there and be aware. And yeah, I think just like excited for every phase and seeing their little personality develop and like yeah. little things like dancing around the house with your kid and like taking him camping and like. I don't know, like just playing and growing. To, I think it's going to be so much fun. Mm -hmm. Hard, obviously, also, yeah, but like yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I hear it gets easier. Until okay. you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah, until they start talking back to you and then you're like, why did I do this again? I'm sorry. Oh, what? Exactly. One of these. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> 
Maybe, maybe I wouldn't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you nervous about anything with being parents? You wanna? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta think on that. I think definitely. Like, there's lots of like. I would. I'm. I'm nervous for them. Like, in a lot of ways. Like, I think. On the one hand, I, I'm a big like. I'm not gonna really overstress about this too much because I'm just gonna get myself in an anxiety wormhole. Mm. I obviously think about things like of course I want them to be accepted and have friends and you just think oh what if like they're bullied or mm. what if they I think for me is like because they'll be biracial like how is that gonna affect their identity there's gonna be things I won't be able to relate to for yeah. sure. but there's gonna be stuff Sega won't be able to relate to and like I don't know, just hoping that they feel like heard and seen is a big mm -hmm. thing. I think all the time, like, it's so, so we're having a boy <laughs> and it's so important to both of us that like, I'm not a subscriber to like boys will be boys. Like I really right. want this boy to have a strong sense of self and be kind and not be like afraid of his own emotions and to be mm -hmm. able to articulate those things. And you know, sometimes I worry, like, I think like that, all, like, all my girlfriends would raise and do raise boys in the same way, but that doesn't mean the rest of the world does, like, right. is he teased for being, like, soft? Is that still mm. a thing? I don't even know, because not a parent yet. Right, right. Yeah, like, I think that's a big thing, is just worried about how they'll fit into the world, but also not wanting them to just fit in. I want yeah. them to have a strong sense of self, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Be your own person in the world. Totally. Yeah. And something that's tricky. Like I was a huge dork growing up. Like and a lot of it is because I was kind of just myself and like I don't know. It it meant I really lucked out and have amazing girlfriends that I'm still friends with, but like mm -hmm. I was not cool by any stuff <laughs> me. I like how she says I was not cool. She's still not yeah. cool. Um, and look at this you're happy <laughs> well adjusted yeah, yeah. I, okay well thanks but like, <laughs> I think all the, all those things that are like make it hard sometimes as a kid are actually the things that make you such a more like well adjusted adult right yeah absolutely absolutely no and then yeah. it's just like oh I can't worry about any of this because yeah. yeah what about you what are you I mean about? I think I think well I would say that what I maybe was most nervous about was uh, just not scarring my kid, you know? <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, like, Clients you have on the side, yeah. <laughs> like, because you want to raise them in a way that, you know, they're well-adjusted. Uh, you don't want to do something that will, you know, give them some sort of trauma that you didn't know. Mm. But it's one of those things, mm. you, you never really know what they're going to react to or not. It is based on their personality, right? Right. So like, one of the things I was most worried about is, I want to raise this kid. I want to give this kid the best chance possible, right? Mm. Uh, raise them in a way that they're emotionally well-rounded, physically well-rounded, and all of that stuff. Uh, but you don't really control it. Like you just you do what you can, right? Yeah. Uh, they accept it. You just help them cope with things, I guess, and you know maybe they become a good person. Yeah. I think yeah. It's so important for parents to be kind to themselves. Yes no one knows what the hell they're doing and like you never know you could accidentally just be having a terrible day and say something you instantly regret to your kid and it's an accident and that could be something they end up holding on to for a long mm. time and like that happens and like yeah it sucks but it's you just gotta I think try your best and so long as that kid is knows that they're cared for and accepted at mm. home I think I don't know. Hopefully yeah, the baseline of that. Yeah, like, and if you even think about your relationship with your parents, there are probably things that they might have said, and you're like, "Are y'all serious right now?" Oh yeah. But, sure. um, yeah. As long as that intent is there to care, and I think one of the things y'all talk a lot, a lot about is just wanting them to be a well-rounded, well-adjusted um, yeah. person. You're gonna do what you can to do that, um, and eventually the kid will be able to tell you what it is they also want. Um, oh, yeah. So a lot of people put pressure on like, I have to get it right the whole time, and like. Totally. Kids, kids, kids will humble you quickly and be like, so you're doing it wrong. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not a parent, but like they will tell you, you're doing exactly everything wrong, and this is what yeah. I want. Adjust accordingly. I will see you at bedtime. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I will see you at bedtime. See you what? at bedtime. Don't be late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think y'all are going to be awesome parents. I'm so excited. I'm Dude. so excited. I know. I can't yeah. wait for you to uh, meet him. Yes. Day, so. no, I know. <laughs> I was really hoping that the dates would work for me to still be in Vancouver, but it either gives y'all a reason to come visit, um, visit us in Toronto or we'll come visit you and see everyone. Yeah. Well, yeah. unfortunately, the bonus is with your family in Calgary and Sega's family in Calgary. Exactly. There's sure. a central meeting point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So usually at the end of the recording or the podcast, I'll give everyone a chance to ask me one question. Ooh. Do you have a question for me? It has to be a joint question. A joint question? Yeah. Think about it. Whisper it into whatever. Well, I was- <laughs> <laughs> Why the fact that you're actually whispering? <laughs> Or do you want me to just come up with something? Do you have something? Can't, how deep can it be? Wait, wait, wait. okay. It, it can be anything. Okay, that wasn't the question. That didn't count. Like <laughs> no, that didn't count. That, that's still, yeah, that didn't count. That wasn't the question. Okay, I'm going to ask you something. You can totally edit this out if you don't want to. Okay. It's something I'm very curious about because Will has a daughter, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how, like you just said, because I know you're not a parent, but obviously, like, you're moving in with Will, like, obviously, you guys are together, like, yeah, so how, like, as you're going to be, like, a stepmom, which sounds like an archaic term in, like, the modern world, but, yeah, like, how is that for you, like, I'm so curious, because I feel like a lot of the things, um, like, I'm thinking of going through about being a mom and stuff, I assume you probably are, too, yeah, hmm, that's a, that's a good question, um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember, but when I first started dating Will, I remember, do you remember when we went to Cactus Club or somewhere downtown and you were like, do you want to be a stepmom? <laughs> I remember you asking that question. I was like, I don't know. Because most times people don't go around looking for, um, looking to date someone or be with someone who has a child because especially if the mom of the child is still around and alive, this probably means that something went, something happened where they're no longer together or they... Um, maybe we're never together, whatever it is. Um, so typically in that situation, you kind of have to figure out who it is that you are to this person, especially if they, they're not old enough to understand. Um, so I had never had an issue with dating someone who has a child. Um, my thing has always been, I want them to have a cordial relationship with the other parent um, because it just makes it like that. It just makes it easier for navigating. There's no picking sides, nothing like that. It's just like, more people love you now than just those two uh, people. So um, I am nervous though about like, where do I fit in in all of this? Like I'm not, not, not her mom. <laughs> uh, how do I navigate? Like just like, how do I tell you about yourself? Like if you're acting like a brat, how do I tell you're acting like a brat without overstepping? Um, things like that. And I think like you were saying, it's about navigating and getting to know the person over time. Will's daughter will tell you what she's thinking. Absolutely tell you. I will never have to guess. If I tell a joke that's not funny, she'll happily tell me that it's an awful joke and let's try again. Um, so that's something I think I've been learning is just like in the same way with anybody, I would build a relationship with them from scratch. From day one, we'll have to build that relationship. It's not an automatic relationship. I have to give myself that ability to do that. Um, yeah. That's probably the bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in theory, it's great, but I'm sure that, like, as we continue to go, there'll be things that'll come up, and I'll be like, whoa, I didn't realize I would feel this way, blah, 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 blah. I mean, what isn't like that, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you're thinking about these things already, and, like, I think that's amazing. And also, like, just to say, I love that that's your approach was, like, the kids, I'm not, I have nothing against that, it's more the relationship, because, like, Will is such a great person, and, like, Aww. I don't know. I just, it would suck to like miss out on that for you. Like that yeah. relationship for something that actually at the end of the day is not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. But not. Also. Yeah. Like another family member. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I hope that wasn't too. No, too that was a good question. I like it. <laughs> if there was anyone who would ever ask me that question, I would guess it would be you. <laughs> Very like, 
I'm such a like analyzer and I'm always so curious when people have like I don't know just stuff going on or yeah like, situations I'm always like, oh I wonder how they're thinking about that yeah because I'm like oh I would be thinking about it everyone must do that yes exactly this must be running in her mind all the time and it does but um it's definitely something also that we've talked about so we yeah. communicate y'all two are good at communicating so yeah you learn and you grow yeah exactly yeah. Uh, well, that was a beautiful answer. This was Thank good. Question. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for asking that. That was a good one. Um, all right. This this was a fun episode. I enjoyed chatting with y'all. Time flew by so quickly. Um, I was still in it. Yeah. The time flew by. Um, yeah. It was a fun conversation. So summary of this is name your kid after me. Yeah. <laughs> First name is fine, but I'll, I'll settle with middle name. If you really decide to go with a third name, fine, I'll do that. But that kid's getting my name in there somewhere. I will call them that. But I'm so, I'm so glad that y'all joined me on this. I'm looking forward to meeting him very, very soon. I was nervous that we would not be able to record this because we did not want to have water breaking in the middle of recording. No. That would have been fun, though. I, you know what? I actually <laughs> thought, I was like, what if I'm totally wrong and this kid actually comes early and like this starts on the podcast? I'm like, is that a great episode or like the worst episode? It would be, it would be an episode. It would be hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> History in the making. Yeah, exactly. No, this was so much fun and you were such a, I don't know, awesome person to talk to. I love oh. like, I love this podcast. First of all, you're the, like such a great person to be hosting a podcast. Oh, thank you. So I have nothing to talk about anymore. And I'm like, y'all, this was fun. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> See you again sometime. Oh, Goodbye. Yeah, as long as there are always people to talk to, there's always something to talk about. I agree. And like stories will always come out all the time. And I'm a talker. Y'all know I'm a talker. So I'll always find something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. I really